Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello, everyone. Welcome to My Millennial Story. It's a bonus episode that we do on occasion and we pull podcast listeners or interesting people out of the deep and have a bit of chat about their money story. Today, I'm joined by Natalie. Are you there, Natalie? I am here. Thanks for having me on the show. No worries. And I think we initially connected in the Facebook group. You wrote a comment and I said something like, oh, just come on the podcast. Yeah. And I said, yeah, freak out. Why not? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what we were talking about or commenting on? Yeah, I think the post was about um, whether to spend your extra cash um, paying off your home loan or ah. investing in shares, I believe, yeah. Ah, interesting. What would you do or are you doing any of that? Yeah, um, look, I'm definitely leaning towards the paying off my home yeah, cool. um, just for security. But I know like the mathematics definitely says to invest in shares, yeah. but um, yeah, it's probably not, not where I'm yeah. Well, yeah, I think your head's got to be in the same place as your heart. And if they're not, it can be fraught with danger. But I guess the reason I wanted to have a chat with you, from what I understand, you're a single mother of two. Yeah, that's right. I've got two boys, um, 11 and 8. Oh, wow. You're in the fun the fun stages. Yeah. Oh, look, it's, it's much easier than the crazy the crazy toddlers. So, yeah. yeah, it's a pretty good age at the moment. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, yeah, I'm 38 and I've got my two boys. I have two jobs, have for a long time. Uh, my first job is I work full-time running a before and after school care. And second job, I do 12 hours uh, doing propagating for a nursery, like in horticulture. Oh, wow. Um, which is awesome. That's where I get all my podcast time in because yeah. I just have my headphones and, and plod along. So it's a great, great job, that one. So that's obviously during the day and then you'll go to do the… That's uh, correct, yeah. yeah. So I do before school care in the morning and then uh, toddle off to the nursery three yeah. days a week and yeah. then… Yeah, the other two days I'm just at school full time, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty busy. Yeah, because I wanted to chat because there's a lot of uh, single parents that listen to the podcast and it's kind of this two-edged sword. Like, one, I want to be encouraged by, you know, your bit of story and two, I want other single parents that might be listening to this to go, oh, I'm actually not alone. There's people that are doing this as well. Yeah, definitely. How long have you been a single parent? Yeah, look, the short answer is seven years. Um, so I've got it down packed now. I'm pretty yeah. good at it. Yeah, there was a period there where we did try to reconcile. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, my husband suffers um, from yeah mental illness and addiction issues. So wow. it was sort of just got to the point where, yeah, look, it really wasn't working. Um, and I just didn't want my boys growing up in an environment and just living in chaos really. So, yeah, look, it was a very hard decision to leave, but but it was the right one. Is he still in uh, the boy's life at all? 
Yeah, yeah, he is. That's been a real priority of mine. He's got a lot of support um, with his family. His parents are really great. So, yeah, he lives with them, with his parents. So because um, I'm actually working so much, they my in-laws pick the boys up each afternoon. Oh, that's great. So they go and see Dad yeah, every afternoon. And then, yeah, that's definitely been really important to me. I think it's um, we want to keep on good terms and it's all about putting the children first. Mm. And I think that um, you get the best outcome when – when you can. But obviously, initially, that's quite difficult. Um, as I said, I'm seven years out now. So, yeah, we've, we've got a really good, yeah, we've got it down pack now. So, rewind seven years ago, you've got a one-year-old child uh, because there's listeners in the M3 community and you see the odd question in the Facebook group. It's like people falling pregnant and you know, being in a, a really rocky relationship, people having new yeah. children and being in a rocky relationship. If we rewind, talk to us about some of the, I guess, the money stresses and the internal struggles that you were having. And honestly, we haven't talked about goes and no goes, but if anything's off the record or we can't yeah, talk no about worries. it, just tell me to get stuffed. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so what was that like seven years ago? Because it probably on one hand, feels like the other day and then on the other hand feels like a million years ago. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, look, it was definitely uh, very stressful to say the least. Um, I was lucky because his parents were uh, quite well off really. Um, so we sort of knew that I had their backing in saying that he, he really could, wasn't able to work um, and still doesn't really um, for, for many, many years now. So my, I always had a lot of pressure on my shoulders knowing that was it was really up to me to get moving mm. um, and there was really no options. So like I said, I've had two jobs for as long as I can remember. So was, yeah, there's definitely a lot of, yeah, I knew it was up to me to get it bring in the cash really. So yeah, it wasn't easy, but um, I've been fortunate that I've really loved my jobs. Um, and I always found that going to work was um, really helpful for my mental health as well, being around great people and, you know, just getting out of the house and yeah. stuff was, yeah, I'm a worker, definitely. And before the relationship breakdown, uh, you know, when it officially all happened and even before kids, were you kind of the main breadwinner for the, I guess, quote unquote, family unit? Yeah, look, at that stage, he was still working yeah. uh, full-time. Um, yeah, so that money wasn't so much an issue, but definitely he did struggle at times to show up to work. Um, so there's definitely um, issues the whole way along um, and red flags, obviously. Mm. But, yeah, no, he did work, so it was definitely that, yeah, money was not a problem at that stage, mm. no. Mm. And I guess if we fast-forward now – Looking back, would you would you have done anything different? Do you think? Yeah, look, that's a really tough one to answer. In that, obviously, um, and hindsight you know, is so beautiful. It certainly is. Um, look, I, I love my children, and um, I wouldn't change it for the world. And I don't regret the choices that I made. But in saying that, um, for younger people out there who are listeners, I think if there are red flags in a relationship, I think you really want to take the time to like it's a big life decision. And like I said, I don't regret my choices, but life certainly probably is a little bit more challenging than it would have been had mm. I not have married someone with, with these certain issues. So you talk about red flags and I don't want to pry, but you can probably talk generally just from your own life experience and, you know, we've all got friends that have gone through relationships and blah, blah, blah. You know, for young people listening who are thinking that, 
oh, this person could be the one. But what are some of the red flags that you would suggest that people just look out for? Yeah, look, I think you want to be on the same page, certainly when it comes to money and how you spend it. Also, I think how you want to raise your children is really important. But yeah, look, I think if, you, if you're in a relationship and someone's, you know, drinking too much or um, has some pretty big issues, you know, I, I hope that he would get better. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I would be that person that could, um, you know, help him out. Um, and look, he has made inroads, but unfortunately I had to make that hard decision to leave. Mm. But yeah, red flags, there certainly were plenty of red flags. Yeah, and I think we all kind of, when we are in relationships or any issues or events in our life, we kind of know deep down that, oh, this could be an issue. Oh, no, I'll just keep going, keep going. And yeah, sometimes yeah. we go too far and stay too we long. Should, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, does that mean like, so if we fast forward now, does that mean if your former partner isn't working, does that mean that you've got no child support from him? Yeah, look, it's limited. Um, Like I said, his parents are very supportive. So, uh, they do certainly help out a little bit. And my eldest son's just recently started at a private school. So, um, they're paying 50% of the fees yeah, along great. with my partner. So, well, ex, um, so, um, I f- yeah, look, so there is some support there and look, we, it's, it takes a village to raise a child. Mm. Um, and I've, you know, we all would have worked together to get the best outcome for these boys. And so, yeah, we definitely work well together. Yeah. yeah. It takes a village to, uh, raise parents as well. Oh. <laughs> 100%, 100%. Yeah. So, if we go back to your uh, own personal money situation, you've said you've got a mortgage. Did you have the property with your former partner and did you buy him out? How did we land at the mortgage now? Yeah. So, we actually sold our house that we had in Sydney um, and ended up buying 19 acres out in Bathurst. Oh, awesome. Um, it was my goal and dream to live out in the country. Um, so, actually, yeah, we plan to build on that, that property. So, we ended up just with the land that we ended up selling. So, that was pretty clean cut um, yeah, yep. when we went through. So, that was, yeah, it wasn't too traumatic. And when you're living week on week, like do you think you're a spender or saver by nature? Yeah, look, I'm definitely a spender. Um, but in saying that, I'm I'm a minimalist. So, I'm very intentional with how I do spend my money. I generally have a list. If I want something, I write it down and, um, you know, it'll usually stay on that that list for a good couple of months until I, you know, really decide that that's something that's worthwhile and meaningful. And I do, yeah, quality over quantity yep. is really important to me. I'd rather have far less things but but great things. So Yeah. And how do you manage your money week on week? Like do you have multiple accounts? Do you have one account? Do you use credit cards? What's your money system? Yeah, so no, I haven't had a credit card for a long, long time. Yeah, look, I've got lots of accounts. I'm a bit of a cash spender. I'm a bit old school like that. I like the old pen and paper to budget and, you know, constantly assessing it, obviously. Yep. Um, I've found some really great resources from the Budget Mum. Yep. I'm not sure if you're aware of her over no, in the US. No. Yeah, so I've found those things really handy. Actually, what's her name? Uh, her name's Kamiko Love, I think. Yeah, uh, me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, um, sweet. It's definitely a bit of a, a chick thing. Um, lots of pens and papers and pretty things. But yeah, I find that really helpful. But yeah, lots. Yeah, obviously, I've got lots of sinking funds that each pay I'll put money over into. 
So, you know, there's always cash there. Yep, yep. Um, yeah. And do you have any current financial goals? I mean, I think you talked about, um, you know, you wanting to get that mortgage down, but are there any other financial goals in your life? Yeah, definitely. So, currently I'm definitely working towards my emergency fund. Yeah, I'm pretty keen to get that up to about 25000 Yep. Um, so, that's going to take a little bit of time to sort of get there. So, that, that seems quite high and I have no idea what you earn, but just talk to us about your rationale about the emergency fund and the amount that you're targeting and, and why. Yeah, so I, I guess it is reasonably high. I guess because I am single, yes. I really don't have anyone to fall back on. Um, so if you know crap hits the fan, it's really on me. Um, so yeah, for me, that twenty five k is is a really healthy buffer. Yeah. Um, so I'm keen to get it to that for sure. Yeah, and I think that's right. I mean, I honestly don't care if people have a two thousand dollar emergency fund, although I wouldn't suggest it. Uh, and I don't care if people have a hundred thousand dollar emergency fund although probably wouldn't suggest it, but it just all goes back to that personal comfort level. And if you do run a hard line, oh, three months worth of expenses is uh, 10 grand or 15 grand, but you're like, no, I've got no one to fall back on. It's just me. I need that level of comfort and certainty in the background. So if COVID happens again, I've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. Yeah. So, and then anything else like longer term that you're wanting to do? Yeah. So, I know obviously a lot of people are into shares and investing. Um, look, I'm not on a massive income. So, I'm, my more priority is super and making additional contributions uh, to that just for long-term security, I guess. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, really that's probably um, more my priority. And it, and it's straightforward and no stress. Um, yeah, I don't have to think about it exactly. Yeah, and I, I've said it many times on many episodes. Like, if you did n- nothing else than uh, pay extra, a little bit extra into super when you can, and attack your mortgage, I think you'll be surprised uh, what happens financially longer term. And then you know, if you pay your mortgage off, and then just put that amount into super that you're paying your mortgage. Uh, you you really are set for a comfortable retirement if you you know are yeah. strategic and and focused Stick on to that. It. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's that's definitely my my goals. Yeah. Who's your super fund with? I'm with NGS. Okay, non non government super. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. I did just get an email. I think they're merging with Catholic. Right. Right. Um, so I'm yeah I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a lot that. of mergers going on in the um, the financial industry kind of world in Australia at the moment. Yeah. A lot, okay. of, a lot of moving parts. So what do you reckon, like, and it doesn't have to be money related, what do you reckon the best thing you've ever done? Oh, um, look, um, definitely my biggest joy in life is I own a caravan. Nice. Um, so I love to travel. Um, yeah. So last year, the boys and I, we headed out to Uluru. Oh, which was I fantastic. so want to do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Um and obviously we got to travel to a lot of places um all around on the way and the way home. So yeah, look that was amazing. Um What what do you tow that with? Um oh, I've got a ute. It's nice. amazing. What type? Yeah. 
Yeah, look, it's not a hot ranger. It's just your practical Mitsubishi. Nice, Triton. <laughs> uh, the old Triton. Yeah. yeah, it was more in my level of cash spending. Yeah. Um, but look, it gets the job done. And so you don't have a loan on that. You paid cash. Yeah, yeah, no loan on that. Yeah, it feels pretty good not to have any debt other than your mortgage, right? Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, yeah. debt is the devil. Yeah, yeah, totally. I actually just bought a Prado two weeks ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. You're going to head off-road? Well, I did on, on the weekend. I went off-road with some mates because, you know, I've got a cousin who's got a Prada. I've got a mate who's got a Wrangler. I've got a mate who's got a Novara. So, I, I kind of needed a hobby. And um, Yeah. Well, this is an expensive one. Heads oh, up. I know. I know. <laughs> I just bought a new CB online and it was like yep. 600 bucks and yeah. it just, the, all the little things add up. and They do. They do. Yeah. I got some rock sliders for it. So, I'm putting them on at the moment. So, it's Amazing. all- Yeah. It's, uh, it's wild. But I so want to go to Uluru and uh, maybe I can take the Prado out, out west, northwest one yeah. day. So, what do you reckon the worst money mistake that you've made is? Yeah, look, I was trying to really reflect on that and I don't I don't think there's anything that I really have just gone, what was I thinking? Yeah. Which is probably a good thing. Totally, um, totally. But yeah, look, the caravan was a real luxury. We, we started out with a swag yeah. and then worked our way up to a little trailer and, you know, now I've got a, a lovely caravan. So, I, but it was not a mistake. It adds to our life immensely. Oh, I think the, um, yeah, the lifestyle enrichment benefits that you get from stuff like that. That's right. And a lot of the people like, you know, it's the typical grey nomads where people wait until they're retired and they do it. And I think like life's too short. Like why don't we do it yeah. like, long before that time uh, yeah. when we're fit and healthy? Absolutely. And I mean the kids like they would love it as well. Oh, like amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I've got a lot of friends that we all head out together. So yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So you're, um, I guess, as a single mum, your support network is good. Like you said, you've got a lot of friends that you go out on holiday, so you're not isolated or alone. Yeah, no, that's it. I'm very, very blessed. I have a wonderful family yeah. Um, and, yeah, great friends, great yeah. friends, great workplaces. They're all really add to my life and make it far more comfortable than it, than it would be otherwise. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. If your best friend said, I need some money advice, what would you tell them? Yeah, look, it's the old basics, isn't it? Just having a budget that's realistic. Yeah. Realistic being the key. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, definitely tracking your money and being aware of where it's being spent and where you can make changes. Um, um, yeah, it's the simple stuff. Yeah, because I think what we focus on, we get results in, whether it's health, wealth, I guess relationship, personal hobby, enjoyment. And our focus, it's only limited and at all times we can't be good at all things. But I think the good thing about the money side, if you do focus on that and get the good habits and behaviors nailed, there might be a bit of short-term pain, uh, but you get those habits nailed and you'll be good to go. Yeah, definitely. If 10 grand dropped into your lap tomorrow, what are you spending it on? Oh, look, I've got to give the boring answer and um, it'll no. go straight to the emergency fund. Oh, okay. <laughs> stuff stuff the emergency fund. Stuff that. And stuff the mortgage. This is your money. What are you doing with it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got long service leave um, coming up in a couple of years. So, um, yeah, my friends and I were all heading out to WA. So, we're hoping to do about four months. Oh, wow. Um, so, you'll drive across? Up north. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, I'd definitely pop it on towards that for sure. 
Yeah, and if if anyone buys a uh, an, a a a Triton in Sydney, just check. There's not a heap of red dust under the skirts because it's probably <laughs> gnats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't be selling this baby for a while. Yeah, it's got a lot of lot of good K's left in it. Yeah, and do you like? Um, do you support any charities ongoing or have any interest with any not-for-profits, even with your money, mind, actions or thoughts? Um, yeah. Um, so, I'd give a shout-out to Rise Up, yep. which is with a Z. Yep. Um, that's a charity that helps furnish like houses and apartments for women who have fled domestic violence. Oh, wow. Now, that wasn't me, not for – that wasn't my story, but um, when I did leave, I was really lucky to have so much support. Um, so I think that this is a really worthwhile, practical support for a lot of women out there who aren't as lucky as I am. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think they do a wonderful job. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So there you go, everyone. Uh, check out Rise Up with a Z. And, th- and this is the like, it's so good these good charities exist, but often they are made because somebody went through hell and wanted to make it the decision that I don't want anyone else to go through this hell. Definitely. Yeah. Very worthwhile cause. Mm, mm. Well, I want to um, firstly, thank you for your time. And secondly, thank you for listening to My Millennial Money. How long have you been a listener for? Yeah, probably about a year, I think. Oh, wow. You're yeah. getting to be uh, an yeah. old regular. Yeah. Look, I love the show. I love yeah all the mindfulness stuff and just yeah i love how you delve into every every area of money so i think it's it's great yeah Yeah, wonderful show oh thank you and i kind of wanted just to create infotainment like you know i just want to entertain people but also maybe do that yeah and maybe just be encouraged and maybe pick up one or two things because i think a lot of the times in our life it's just amazing how far a bit of encouragement will go and you know if you listen to our podcasts, you know, there could be episodes where you don't learn squat about dickety do, but I want you to be encouraged that you'll, you can go after your own goals. Absolutely. But anyway, I get yeah. given a microphone and I keep ranting, but what, <laughs> if we could finish on one kind of, you know, open mic last thing, if you could say something to somebody listening about anything, what would that be? Yeah, look, I guess a shout out to all the single parents out there. I would just say be kind to yourself. Um, mm. Look, one day at a time and like you, you can't get it right every day. No one can. Yeah. But um, yeah, just be kind to yourself. Yeah. How do you be kind to yourself? Uh, look, getting out into the into the bush is definitely yeah um, a big priority for me. But I also have Outer Mongolia weekends, oh. which, is, uh, which is just no one, no phone calls, no one over. Nothing wow. and just sort of try and chill and just have some downtime, um, which, yeah, is a really good way to refuel. Mm. Do you ever shop like at BCF or like the four times four superstore online or anything like that? Look, remember how I said quality over quantity? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what quality? <laughs> um, look, a shout out to a, a wonderful Australian company, uh, Drifter, yeah. up in Gloucester. Yeah. They make amazing Australian products um, for camping. So, yeah, look, I love a lot of their gear. I'm just I'm just um, looking on Drifter. Yeah, uh, look, you're gonna you're gonna put a, some drawers in the back of that Prado pretty soon. <laughs> well, I, actually, I'm looking at some at the moment. Yeah, well, honestly, do yourself a favor, spend the extra money because they do it all to your specs. So you'll get they're, they're amazing. Their drawers are probably their biggest selling. Product. I'm on the website now. Yeah, I love oh, I, and I love Gloucester as well. 
Yeah, so I was just there like last weekend. Oh, was it snowing things. up in Barrington? The, oh, yeah, it, up in Barrington Tops. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't head up that far, but um, yeah, great spot up there. I'm just having a look. What What do you want to buy next for the camping? Or I'm pretty well set up now, actually, because mm. we've been doing this for a lot of years now. Mm. Meh. I mean, you'll always yeah. find something. There's always something. Yeah. Definitely always something. I've got to get spotlights. Yeah, oh, that's yes. That's probably the next thing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, on behalf of the My Millennial Money community, I'm going to get Jess to organize a a little drifter gift voucher for you to Ooh, treat you. yourself. And yeah, I, I really Amazing. like that advice because yes. if you're out there doing it tough, and that's what I ask, what's your thing? Because some people might be like, oh, I just I just want to I just go and get a massage and that's my thing. Or I just go and X, Y, and Z, whatever that thing is. So find your thing, everyone. And if it's yeah. once a month, or if you can't remember the last time you did something to go easy on yourself, it's time to do that. Definitely. So, yeah. well, I'm going to get a little um, a, a Drifter gift voucher ordered. And thank you as very a, much. Thank you. On, and it's not from me. It's from the whole M3 community. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. So, there you have it. So, Natalie, thank you so much for being on My Millennial Story. Yeah, thanks a lot, Glenn. Thanks for all you do for all of us. Appreciate it. No worries. Bye. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.